Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroxy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor, director, and producer Kenny Gardner. How you doing? Hey, Donovan, I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. All right, all right. Did I get your name right? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, you did. That's that's it, Kenny Gardner. All right, all right. Where are you from originally, brother, in case our listeners would love to know? Well, uh, I currently, right now, I reside in uh, Dallas, Texas, but uh, I was born born in Alexandria, Louisiana. So I'm kind of Louisiana. I was Louisiana made and Texas raised, if you will. All right, all right, all right. So how did this passion for the arts develop in you? Is it still in you? <laughs> oh, abs- oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, it really came from, uh, I love I loved the art of entertaining. I come from a very, uh, even though nobody in my family was professional entertainers, but uh, they are very entertaining people. <laughs> from my grandfather to my uncles, uh, we love to laugh, we love to joke, storytell, play with each other and I and so that I think has kind of always been in me just because the way I was raised I was raised in a very fun and energetic and entertaining household and and from that um, I just got it fell into the art of storytelling and with this thing and acting and so and that's that's kind of what I just love to do man I love to tell great stories all right all right so how did you start did you go into commercials or you went straight into tv and film so uh originally i started doing modeling before i did anything i was in modeling and then from modeling it led into um doing commercials and as i was going on my commercial auditions some of the casting directors there were like you know you look really pretty and uh but your acting skills are not quite where we need to be you know what i mean (laughs) and so i got directed to go to a acting class, uh, acting coach here in Dallas. Uh, her name was Teresa Bell, and I started with her, and she introduced me to this world of acting. And from there, I got hooked and worked hard at it, uh, improved. One opportunity led to a next, and then so I started from there. I was doing commercials, and commercials led to doing television shows and, and movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the difference with commercial acting versus TV and film? Well, there, there, you know, there really isn't much difference any from any one of because they all do the you're all doing the same thing. You're, you're still telling a story, whether you're doing commercials, theater, uh, movies, or television. Now they're just they're mechanics that are told in a different way. But at the end of the day, you're still telling a story. You're still telling a story of a character's journey from going from one place to the next and things that prevent them that character from achieving that. You know what I mean? And that that's still what you're doing in every medium. It's just, you know, some ways you do it in, in commercials may be, may be a little bit more bigger and comical. Theater may be more vocal and, you know, film and television may be just do more of things you don't say versus what you say, mm-hmm. you know, you, but, you're st- mm-hmm. but you're still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Do you like theater? Oh, I love theater. I absolutely love theater. I think theater is the, is the basis of acting. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I know some people don't, do theater but i for me personally theater is where you learn how to act you learn how to you learn how to work you learn how to tell a story uh i personally i love the theater mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so has it helped in some of these projects that you've been in oh absolutely absolutely i think every you know every job that you do uh you always pull from your previous job in some way things that you learned through your previous job the experiences you from your previous job yes you yes at the same time you don't want to do the same character and you want to try to find things that are different and new but in the same way you still you're still pulling from those experiences you know and so a lot of times a lot of things that I do now 
I'm still pulling from, you know, uh, something I may have did in a class or I may have did in a workshop or I may have did at a, at a, a, on a theater show, you know, and, and you just kind of, you don't do the entire performance that way. You just find moments, you know what I mean? And you like, you may just have this one intricate moment and you go, oh yeah, I remember that's from this. And you, and you kind of pull from that and build on that and improve that each time you go around. So it allows you to keep getting better each performance, you know? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a moment where you forgot your lines on set? <laughs> yeah, all the time, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. No, uh, yeah, you, uh, I mean, there's moments, there's moments, of course, you you do, you forget a line, you drop a line. But a lot of times it's, I usually, when I found that when I'm dropping a line or things like that, is that's because I'm more in the moment, I don't focus on my character and the overall essence of what we're doing right now in the story versus what we're saying. And so sometimes you end up, you know, forgetting a line or, or or your other actor drop a line or you forget something. But, you know, if you're locked into the story, the audience doesn't know. And if you're really good when you're locked into the story, sometimes even the director may not even realize you dropped a line, you know? All right. And how do you deal with difficult actors on set or difficult producers on set? <laughs> Let's say there's somebody you and I are working together and I just don't like you. Yeah, you know, that's that's the nature of the business. You do got to deal with people and not everybody likes you. You know what I mean? And that's that's OK. I, I'm a, I'm a very per, I'm a very easy person to get along with. I tend to get along with everybody. And I guess this is what we talked about pulling from past experiences. Uh, I grew up as a military child. And so I I've always had friends come in and out growing up on a military base. You know, you have a friend for a year or two, then they move away. So I always had to find my way to make friends and meet new different new people and different people from different places. And so kind of that people skill set is more so what I've taken to me in my professional life here. And and so I find ways to find somebody that's difficult. I, I try to find my ways to get to them and reach them and talk to them and and maybe maybe try to make them not so difficult. And but if they are, uh, you know, I there's one thing about it that if you come in and you're doing your job and you're knocking out the park, I don't care who you're working with. Everybody loves you when you're doing well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we love to work together, don't we? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. If you're good, <laughs> nobody nobody complains when you're good. <laughs> 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 and we yep. don't need bad actors on yeah. set because yeah. if you're horrible to work with as an actor, people are not going to want to work with you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's that's one thing that I, I always try to pride myself on is that when I show up on set day one, I'm going to be ready to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's hear about some of the TV or the film that you've been in. Okay. Uh, so recently, uh, recently we just had a movie release called Older Man, Younger Woman. Won the Portugal Film Festival Award for Best Actor. Uh, I, won, I won that award. My my co-star, uh, Diamond Kirsten, won Best um, Female Actress, uh, Best Actress. Uh, the director won Best Director. And the film actually won Best Feature Film award in the Portugal Independent Film Festival. So really, really proud of that. That movie is currently out right now. I have a movie coming out called Stepdad that's going to be that's going to be releasing later this fall. Don't have the exact date yet, but we do have the premiere October 14th in Dallas, Texas. And then also next year in 2024 is a movie called My Dear, which is produced and written and directed by uh, Greg Ellis. So yeah, yeah, those are the movies that I have coming out that I'm really, really super excited for. All right. Well, congratulations on that award. How did it feel winning that award for Best Doctor for Older Man, Younger Woman? You know, it felt really good. You know, uh, 
a lot of times when you when you do the work, you know, you really, you know, in my case, I don't really think about the awards. You know what I mean? I kind of I, I lock in so much on just telling a good story. You know what I mean? I let the chips fall where they may. But I know if I just if I stay committed to being true to the character, true to the story, true to the scene and tell a good story, you know, I just kind of let the audience take it for where they want to take it. And but to know that to to have it win an award like that just from your work and it is it is it is gratifying you know and i try not to get too much into the critics whether positive or negative but you know it it does uh, it is it is a gratifying feeling um to to have somebody really appreciate your work like that now older man younger woman right do you want to yes. tell our listeners what it's about and what the name of the character is because i'm kind of not happy i was talking to you on the phone an hour ago about it well, I would tell I would tell you this. Um, uh, my character is Donovan Jackson. I Donovan. Play Donovan Jackson. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, what? Well, where? Right. Donovan. What an interesting name, right? Right. <laughs> but no, Donovan Jackson is a he's a law he's a uh, law professor at a college, and one of his students comes in uh, who's in a troubled relationship, and by reaching out and, and assisting her and and wanting to aid her and her relationship sparks begin to fly between those two and so it's it's a really it's a really interesting story because there is there is the the aspect of this is a college professor with a college student but they're both obviously of age and so it's not anything to do with pedophilia or anything like that but it's a it's a true it's a true love story told in a very unique way you know obviously the age difference between the college student and the college professor but he has to he has to overcome that he has to overcome the ideas of everybody else and has to battle with the fact of that he found the love of his life but what do you do when she's a college student you know what i'm saying and when she's your student you know mm-hmm. and so this is kind of it's kind of a unique love story all right so what yeah. if listeners that are older confuse it with american beauty you remember that um yes. 90s movie where kevin spacey and he fell in love now that does have something to do with pedophilia because the it was like a teenager am i correct with yes, American yes, yes. beauty? yeah this is this is definitely not that it's definitely not that this is definitely a, a different aspect of way telling love and where it was inspired from i learned that the writer uh, I believe he's 20 years older than his his wife that he's married to now. Um, and so that's what inspired him to kind of write this story, uh, just to kind of just show everybody the difference. Because sometimes we have certain we have certain preconceived notions about the way the relationship should be and where relationships should be formed and things of that nature. And by all means, we do understand that this is a professional atmosphere and that there are things that you have to be aware of, obviously being a college professional, a college student. Uh, but at the same time, kind of breaking up the notion that, you know, just because maybe she is, you know, 20, 21 and he's 41 doesn't mean you still can't find true love, you know? Okay. All right. Listeners, 21, 41. I know some <laughs> listeners are saying, thinking it's still pretty disgusting, though, at that age. But... Mm-hmm. I mean, and does it have a happy ending in the end? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, a, you know, in all all good love stories, there's always a satisfying ending. Ending. So, um, yeah, I definitely encourage you all to go 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 check the movie out. I believe it's it's out now on on no for sure on Amazon Prime, but other other platforms you can definitely go Google it um, and and see all the platforms is out now. You can go watch it. But uh, yeah, definitely, I definitely does. I believe it does have a satisfying ending. Okay, and listeners, it's nothing. Com- 
compared to American beauty. Nothing, nothing, no, nothing okay. like that. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I don't even think American beauty could even come out in a time like this, but that oh, was no, the no. 90s. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now, is there more movies similar? Like, what type of actor are you? Do you like being Mr. Romantic or do you like being the killer, the psychopath, or do you like intimidation? You know, for, for me, Donovan, uh, I, will, I will tell you that I love telling good stories. You know, I, I don't I don't really I know people talk about your character type and things like that. I personally don't feel like I truly have a, a character type. I just want to tell a good story. That's that's mainly my focus with it all. I mean, I don't you know, whether I'm I'm the romantic, romantic interest or or whether I'm the, I'm the bad guy or, you know, the drug dealer or the lawyer or you know what I mean? I've, I've done it all or whether even I'm the you know, kind of the the goofy guy in the movie, if you will, in a comedy. Um, I it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me as far as like I don't really have a preference. You know what I mean? If if the story is good, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm all for it. Whatever I may fit in this good story. But what if the audience or your team wants you to be that heartthrob. They want you to be in a Tyler Perry movie. They want you to play that strong, assertive black man. <laughs> well, I can, you know, I can definitely do it. And I, I don't, I don't turn away that opportunity at all. You know, I just, I just always feel like, I just don't, I don't feel like I'm limited to that. And so I, I that's what, that's kind of my approach to it. But I'm definitely, you know, I'm definitely open. Like I said, if it's, if it's a great story and that's what the people want, and that's what the audience wants and that's what the producers want and I, I, I can definitely give it to them for sure. Could you see yourself as a sex symbol or a heartthrob to the ladies? <laughs> well, you know, I kind of like I said, I let, I let, I let the audience kind of make their decision, you know what I mean on that, but uh, I've been, I've been told once or twice that, uh, that I, I kind of played that, I kind of played that role very well, so. <laughs> <laughs> now, encourage <laughs> listeners, let's say they're tired of the same role, right? encourage uh-huh. the actors maybe that are listeners that they're tired of playing that role they're tired of playing the heartthrob the jock or they're tired of just being typecast as the bad guy always what do you want to encourage those listeners who are actors that say i want something different right well I, I, the first thing i will tell you the beauty that we have today is we have this thing called social media right you can go out and you can make your own short films you can go out and tell your own stories and the way that you you know whatever character that you want to do it as and you can put that out there because that's really how you go about it because you know as as progressive as you know the hollywood world is it's also very conservative meaning that that if they see something that works, then it, then 10 people are going to want to jump on board and do that exact same thing. You know what I mean? So it doesn't, if you want to change the narrative, you go out there, you can make a short film, you can put that out there. And when it works, I promise you, 10 people are going to jump on board and say, hey, we want to see that. You know, Denzel, Denzel Washington always famously says that, you know, he talked about when he came up that they didn't want any, they weren't really looking for black stars in Hollywood, right? And then when he came about, then all of a sudden they were like, well, we need another Denzel looking for a younger Denzel now. You know what I mean? And so it's like, if you want to change the narrative, you just go out and do what you want to do and 
and be good at it. And I promise you, they're going to follow suit. Mm-hmm. And there's many a younger Denzels out there. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Now you're writing and you're, di- sorry, you're directing and producing, right? Do you want to talk yes. about stuff you're looking to direct and produce? Hell, I yeah. could even throw writer in there too, because you strike me as you would be a writer. Absolutely. So uh, I do, we do have a, just a shameless plug here. We do have a podcast uh, called Three Real Brothers that I do with my uh, my two younger brothers uh, who are also entertainers as well. Uh, but we also have our production company, KRG Productions. And so, and as that is growing, we have, uh, we have a slew of short films and feature films coming. We also are working on a, uh, on a new series show that we're kind of keeping quiet right now because we're getting all the pieces together. But um, yeah, so we have, we have several things that we're working on and putting together and that I'm really, really putting my hand in the writing at, you know, and, and I'll tell you, and it's, it's been a challenge, you know, writing, writing is definitely a challenge. Uh, I think it's, it's a whole nother skill form, you know what I mean? And so definitely, definitely respect to all the writers out there that, that you, everybody who writes movies, if you're a writer, keep doing it because our, our world as actors, as directors, we need your work. You know what I mean? I say it all the time. There's a there's a lot of good TV shows with great writing, but bad acting. There's no good TV shows with good acting and bad writing, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So what's your encouragement then to the writers that are on strike for four months and the actors one month? What do you want to tell them? And there's still no no sight of relief of this strike is going to end. It's still with us. Well, I will tell you, I will tell everybody, you know, keep, keep standing strong. Definitely stay, keep standing strong. Um, as, as actors, we're standing with you, but yeah, keep standing strong because as writers, I truly believe you're deserving of everything you ask for. This business does not exist without you all. We need the writers. We absolutely need the writers. So I will tell you guys, keep standing strong, keep holding out. And you, you're, you're deserving of everything that you're asking for. Absolutely. All right. And with AI taking over and chat GBT taking over, is actors going to be pushed out or not necessarily? Well, that that's the that's the other thing, too. I don't um, I, I don't I don't think that, you know, it's, it's right for somebody to take your image and use it as they wish and see and benefit off of it. You know, uh, and so that's what I think. That's why I think the actors definitely need to keep standing strong, going and holding out for as well. I don't think it's okay for for somebody to take my picture of my build or, or my look and then take it and go make all the money they want off of it. And I don't see anything for it, you know. So I definitely say with that, you know, actors keep standing strong on that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, did you want to throw out your social media platforms and throw out the podcast and what they can expect um, when they listen to this podcast? Absolutely. So the podcast, you can go to we're on we're at the number three real brothers. That's the number three real brothers. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify. Uh, we're actually syndicated on YouTube um, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter and TikTok. Uh, but yeah, so really what our podcast is, what we do is we try to give perspective on things with, with the entertainment industry. It's not so much, uh, it's not so much slapstick comedy, even though my brother's a comedian. And so we do, we do have a lot of fun and it's very entertaining uh, and engaging. But what we try to do is bring in-depth perspective 
on things, uh, different different issues in the entertainment industry, just like and also in family issues, because obviously three real brothers, we're actually all blood brothers. And so just kind of what's it like growing up um, as as brothers in the entertainment industry, just growing up as as just three young men in America, you know. And so we try to give a lot of in-depth, uh, interesting uh, perspective on things. So definitely, definitely go check it out, you know, at, mm. at Three Row Brothers. And then you can also follow my personal page at Kenny.Gardner. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as well, but at Kenny.Gardner. All right. Do you guys push the envelope sometimes or no? Uh, we, I mean, we we push we push the envelope in a way. Uh, we, we more so, it's, it seems like we more so go against the grain of just kind of of what's popular uh, popular thinking is what we call it you know what i mean and we we always challenge popular thinking you know it's just like it seems like today that if people just stand behind something or they somebody some celebrity says something and then everybody just you know stands behind it without putting any thought or we try to give perspective to both sides of the coin you know what i mean and not just always give things from one direction you know Mm-hmm. All right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio 1280 AM? No, I would definitely tell you guys, thank you so much for having me. Uh, keep doing what you're doing, Donovan. Enjoy, enjoy the enjoy the interviews. I enjoy my time with you. Uh, keep up all the hard work, and I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, all right, all right. From Met Radio 1280 AM, I would love to thank actor, and I'm going to say the jack of all trades, writer, <laughs> director, producer. You can throw out your name again. Yes, uh, Kenny Gardner. Thank you so much, and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode, and all the best, Kenny. Thank you so much. Donovan. Really enjoyed it. Appreciate it.